You are listening to the EdTech Takeout from Grantwood AEA, an educational service agency that supports school districts in eastern Iowa with a focus on equity, excellence, and efficiency in education for all children. Welcome to another exciting edition of the EdTech Takeout. My name is Jonathan Wiley, and this is Mindy Carney. Hello. Hello, Mindy. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Um, this is a little bit of a different episode from what we normally do, isn't it? Yeah, it is a little bit different, but it was super fun to put it together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're tired today. Yeah, we are tired today. It's been a long week. Uh, <laughs> it's this been week, a long we- week. I know, I know. Yeah, this week we were down at the Iowa One-to-One Institute in Des Moines, where we actually recorded what you are about to hear as the episode for this podcast. Yeah, so we're just kind of going back to kind of give you a little bit of an intro and maybe a warning about what is coming next, because our team went to the One-to-One conference to share some um, ideas and uh, do some sessions. And we, I don't know, bribed them. Well, we didn't really give them anything. We forced them to sit down and uh, reflect on the day with us after the one-to-one conference was over. And so um, you get a really good feel about our uh, group, wouldn't you say, in this um, upcoming podcast? Yeah, it's definitely a little more informal than some of the other episodes. It's a little less edited than some of the other episodes, a little less polished in terms of audio quality. But, you know, this is kind of like the raw um, live version of, of what we did that day. Yeah, it was so fun. It was what I loved about it the most is that I just feel like you really get a good feel for what it's like to be on the digital learning team at Grantwood AEA. <laughs> Yes, after eight hours of a conference where we all presented multiple times, we all sat down together and were tired, but uh, more than happy to to talk to each other. There's not that many occasions where we are all able to sit down in the same room at the same time because we're all busy doing different things. Well, yeah, and even just to take the time to reflect on the day, I don't, I mean, because we aren't all together very often, we don't get to do that, you know, so um, usually when we're all together, we're there for a purpose or to present or um, we have a you know a long agenda of things we need to get accomplished. So just kind of sit and reflect about the day was definitely something a different conversation than we normally have. Well, is this your first time at the Iowa One to One Institute, Mindy? It was. I um, hadn't been there before, and uh, I, I you know I I think the the name of the conference One to One gives the idea that perhaps it's for schools that are One to One or even schools that are thinking about going to One to One, but. I don't think it's that's that's something that you, you know, have to have at your school. I think it has all kinds of great teaching instructional ideas and of course technology involved as well and I think that conference is for anyone. Yeah, there was there was a lot of technology sessions there, but a lot of, you know, sessions that were like you said around good instruction. There was someone like how to be more innovative in your classroom, how to, you know, get students more engaged in any number of different ways, not just using technology. So yeah, there's a great variety of uh, of sessions to go to. Yeah, I think it's great that we're um, maybe getting away from teaching tools. I mean, it's important for, for people to know the different tools that are out there, but I do feel like a lot of the sessions were more about just great teaching, and great teaching means, you know, finding tools that help students learn best, and a lot of times that has, you know, a lot to do with technology. So they go hand in hand, but it really is about good instruction is, was the main focus, I thought. 
All right, so without any further ado then, we will cut with the magic of audio editing to our session that was recorded live at the Iowa One-to-Ones Institute in Des Moines. Any final words to say, Mindy? Um, just uh, enjoy the show. <laughs> That's yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy the show. This is a good one. Okay, so we're live here at the Iowa One-to-One Institute in Des Moines, where we were all down as a team, and we thought we'd do this very quick podcast, go around the room, since everybody's in here at one place, and give some takeaways from the conference today. So let's start by going around the room and introducing ourselves, and I'm going to start with the handsome gentleman to my right. Uh, I guess that would be me. Jason Marshall. <laughs> do I need to tell you anything else, or is that good? What do you do, Jason? I, like you, I'm a technology, well, not like you, I strive to be like you, but I'm a technology consultant at Grantwood AEA. Next to Jason, who have we got? I'm Gina Rogers, and I also am a technology consultant like the other two gentlemen to the left, but I have all my hair still. Oh, slam. I'm Mindy Carney, the other uh, co-host for the EdTech Takeout today. And to my right is Beth Swanson. I'm also part of the team. And I am Amber Bridge, uh, also part of the digital learning team. And Stacey Beamer, fearless leader of the digital learning team. Yeah, we need to be on our best behavior today, Mindy, because uh, the boss is here. That is right, Stacey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Glad this is not video. We thought we'd um, talk about some of the sessions we did today and any takeaways you guys had as a team or sessions you went to that you thought were interesting or something that you know you could take away and use with teachers back at Grant Wood. So anyone want to volunteer and start? I'll start. So um, I heard about this um, DIY.org today and unfortunately I didn't sit in on the session but from what I understand it's a do-it-yourself website where kids can um, go to find challenges um, of things that they can create, and then they earn patches or badges. And Amber, didn't you say you knew a little bit about this? Do you know enough to talk a little bit more about it? Um, just a little okay. bit more about it. Um, so I've stumbled across it probably this maybe like this past summer. Uh, it's it's a great website. It's organized. It has a lot of ties into the maker movement because of all of the different variety of challenges and topics and things. Uh, and they set it up really nice with some with some supports. And just like Mindy said, uh, as students finish projects, they can earn badges for the things that they complete. Oh, thanks, Amber. All right, good one. Um, how about Jason? Yeah, I actually had a couple things. Um, so the first session I went to was uh, from was a session by Lance Lennon, Technology Director at Eagle Grove, comparable Lance Lennon. And uh, he was talking about MyMaps, which I had done a little bit with before, which was cool. He showed... Uh, he showed several things, but there are three things I picked up. One is called Smarty Pins, and it's a, it's like a trivia game that you play, and so it'll ask you questions, and the answer is always a location, and you have to drop the pin onto the uh, onto the correct location. If you get it right, you don't lose any miles. I should preface you start with a 1,000 miles. And so if you're off, you drop the pin in the wrong spot, it figures out how many miles in between the answer and where you dropped your pin subtract small, and when you lose all 1,000 miles, your game's over. So that's Smarty Pins. So it's kind of like the Geo... Is it Geo Guesser? Is that that game? 
Yeah, geo geogesser. Thanks, John. Because that was my next one I was going to talk about. Oh. Geogesser. <laughs> wow. Let's 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 find out more, Jason. <laughs> which was which was super interesting. Um, so uh, yeah, you see like kind of street view of where you're at, and you have to kind of guess of where you're at. And so actually, this came up is they were wondering uh, in the UK, do they have yellow lines in the middle of the road, double yellow lines, or is that is that a US thing? Uh, yes, they do. Yeah. They do have double yellow lines or double white lines. It depends on the road you're on, I think. So, yeah. So we're trying to use that as our to figure out where we were. And then the last one they had was puzzle drag, and it was okay. The smarty pens and geoguesser definitely were uh, were were my my favorite of the three. Um, and then uh, if you if if you, we have time, we'll monopolize it to podcast. But at the go end, ahead. Oh, do it. sure. Okay. Yeah. So the the Apple folks were here, and they caught Amber and I uh, before our session. And they came in and brought in some iPads and gave us a demo of the new school manager and classroom apps. Oh, I'm kind of jealous now. I haven't seen that yet. They did. They did. At first, I didn't want to see it because I was kind of like, well, we can't use it because they said it's not going to drop till sometime this spring. They were not real clear on, which I don't think they, they have a date yet. So yeah. they said this spring. But um, yeah, it was very slick. Uh, as a teacher, you can... Drop kit. You can open a website, make everybody go to that website, lock them in there. You can make them go to an app. You can see their screen. Um, also loved how it that you could open up a book to a certain page or a certain chapter, and all of the iPads open up to that as well, which is a really cool feature. Oh yeah, yeah, that that was yeah, that was super cool. Um, they talked about it's going to have SIS integration. So if you're like in a one-one district, because that was one of our questions, is you know if you're moving classrooms, how's a teacher get the right kids? And they said it's going to pull the class schedule through. So yeah, really, we, it was really cool. We were really impressed with it. So interested to see that coming down the road. Well, I also like didn't you like how the teacher gets to say close all iPads and it locks all the kids out? Yeah. So because you got to have some off time as well in those one to one situations. I, I think you know things like complaints I've always heard about teachers with like one to one like oh, I wish I could do this this it addressed most everything so. It was right there. And they said your depth dashboard will change and you should be getting an email. So if you're someone who manages that, that's how you'll know it. That was, that was very interesting. Yeah, it was good to see. Yeah, and Apple are coming to Grant Wood. Is that next month, Stacey? Um, no, in a couple weeks. I think it's April 20th. Okay. And so, yeah. So Grant Wood schools could definitely come and have a look at that in person if they want to check it out. And Heartland AEA and Keystone AEA are also having visits. So check your AEA to find out more information. Apple's coming to an AEA near you. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. So the couple that I'm going to talk about come from an assessment hero uh, session that was done by Andrew Finstermaker. Um, I only got to one at the end of the day today. And there was just a couple that were like newish to me. The first one was Go Soapbox. Um, that one is one that kind of takes the place of Google Moderator if you're missing that one where you can bring up a room or a digital room, I guess, for participants or students. Um, they can drop questions in there that they have. And then um, the other students have the ability to vote up the questions. So they can vote the ones that are most pertinent or the ones that they want to talk about the most up to the top. And you can also respond to the questions that you see there. So that one is Go Soapbox. Um, the other one that I saw today is called flippity.net. Um, and I thought that one was pretty cool. It's kind of like online study flashcards, basically. The thing that's kind of cool about it is that it pulls from a Google sheet. And so you just pull in the URL for, from the Google spreadsheet that you have um, set up, and then it will just 
automatically create those online flashcards for you. Um, it's neat. They showed a couple different examples of how you could put in, or Andrew did, how you could put in um, like a student list of names. And so you could use that for um, just like random name selector. Um, and there's also a badging component that's built into it too, which this is a new tool to me. I haven't been able to play with it yet. Um, but I guess like it allows you to deliver some different badges to kids based upon like how well they're doing going through the study um, flashcards or whatnot. So that one was pretty cool too. Um, can I talk a little more or not? You can have as much airtime as you want, Gina, because you are worth it. He'll also edit you out if he if you go too long. It's fine. This is one of those podcasts. There's not going to be much editing. At all. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to edit Mindy out. So. <laughs> Did you have a question though? I was going to ask about the badging part because I know uh, Mindy's Mindy's very keen and done a lot of research on the badging. So how does that compare to I don't know things like Credly and other stuff like that? Can you create your own badges and? I did not jump into it at all and mess around with it. So I don't know if you can create the ones uh, ones that you would want or if they have a select number that you just have to pick from. Um, but that's a good question. Future podcast to Future be continued. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gamification. Yeah, I see, you see badges everywhere. Like Edmodo has them and so yeah. all of these places are doing it now. Yeah. Um, what's, what's your last one? Well, it's not really a technology one. I'm going to be kind of a buzzkill and talk about assessment here just for a second because I just got back from a standards and assessment conference um, that was put on my solution tree. Um, and one thing that I just have been thinking about or mulling around, I guess I'm going to tie it into technology here. I'm not going like totally rogue with this. Um, and so one thing that I was thinking about is that there's like a bazillion of those online assessment tools that are out there. Um, but just making sure that as you're working with teachers or as teachers are working to create those online assessments, um, that they are creating questions that are kind of aligned to standards and also keeping in mind the depth of knowledge level that the, the standard is at, because not every sort not every <laughs> every standard is at the same um, depth of knowledge, and so um, and not every type of question lends itself well to um, a multiple choice type question, or not every standard lends itself well to a multiple choice type of question. Um, and just the other thing too that I picked up there that I thought was really awesome um, is the idea that speaking and listening standards, which are ELA standards. Um, they actually are um, pervasive in all content areas, and it's one of those things that I think like we should be looking at as educators assessing in all areas, having kids working in collaborative groups and um, providing them feedback about the quality of conversations that they're having. And maybe that's in podcasting, or maybe that's in uh, working in projects that are, I guess, more tech-aligned type of projects as well. So that's all I have to say. I will stop now. Back and away from back the away microphone. From the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what happens if you give Gina a microphone. So. <laughs> no, that's all great stuff. I know you talked to me about um, putting some of those speaking and listening standards into some of the iPad movie making class that we do and some of the green screen and video making. I think that's perfect for speaking and listening and 
tying that to the curriculum. Okay, good. Um, all right, I'll go next. I've got two or three I want to share with you. I don't know, is it, I asked Amber about Flipgrid. Have any of you heard of Flipgrid before? No. Nope. No? Uh -uh. Okay, Flip, I think it's flip, <laughs> flipgrid.com. And it's a way that you can record videos and have like video responses from students back and forth on something. And although that was kind of interesting, but the interesting thing I heard was from uh, Patrick Donovan, who said that there's a school near him in, in Ankeny that are using that for like virtual parent-teacher conferences. And for parents that can't come in for the conference, the teacher is recording what they would have said to the parent. And then the parents can watch that video and then they can leave like video responses for that too. So I thought that was kind of an interesting use of that tool. And uh, sticking on the video tool, there's a, there's a new app by the people that make the swivel camera called Recap. And it's for student video responses. So the teacher can like put a question out there or put a video out there and the students respond to it with the video on their uh, device or so like on an iPad. I think it's an iPad app right now. So they can record their video response to a question. And I think that can sometimes be more telling than a, a written response or just an audio response, actually. And my last one is a podcast-related one, Mindy. You might like this I'll one. love it, I'm sure. A bit more enthusiasm, Mindy. I'll love it, I'm sure. <laughs> Bring it, Jonathan. I thought it was kind of sarcastic, Jason. Bit. I know. I, I mean, know. It's, it's been a long day. <laughs> um, so this one was from Rachel Langen, Langenhorst. Is that how we say her name? Langenhorst? So Stacey's nodding at me. Um, she shared a tool called tunes2tube.com. And what it lets you do is if the kids record like an audio um, podcast or an audio piece of, uh, I don't know, an audio file, you can upload that audio file to Tunes to Tube, put a picture on it, and send it over to YouTube. Are you saying Tunes to Tube? Or Choo Choo Choo, like a train. That's what I was hearing. I'm saying Tunes to tunes, Tube. Tunes. Let me say it for you. Tunes to oh. Tube. You I think I can help you out with is the that right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> tunes. T U N E S. Okay, tunes. Clarifying. Tunes. Yeah. I was hearing T O O N. Okay. I, was I, heard you I understood you. All right. I, I got it. Tunes to tube. So I guess it's like. Uh, You're going to put a third. link to that site in the show notes. Show notes. So. <laughs> yeah. This is why um, we have to do show notes so people can understand our things. Just a translation, closed caption type yes. of thing. Is that what that's like? Yeah. It's my job to translate whatever it is you're saying. Yeah, thanks, Mindy. That's why that's you're That's why that's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> so it's similar to like 30 Hands and uh, apps like that where you can have a photo and talk about it at the same time. But YouTube being a really very shareable medium lets it put out in front of all sorts of people. Oh, and my mind-blowing moment was I learned that Plickers stands for paper, cli paper clickers. Paper clickers. Yeah, clickers. Mind blown. Paper. That was a big. That was that was like. I don't think we're doing. I mean, everything is tech nuggets, but that was your huge tech nugget for the day. That's my tech nugget for the day. Clickers equals paper clickers. I never put those two together before. All right, Beth. Okay. Um. So I was lucky enough to be at Leadership Day yesterday, and uh, yesterday afternoon, Dr. Robert Dillon, who is a principal in St. Louis, shared, and uh, he is going to be the director of Bright Bites Institute, starting in the. He's the director of innovation right now or he, in Afton School District um, and working for Bright Bites. But he was a former um, 
middle school principal and English teacher. But yeah, so he's not currently a middle school teacher, even though, or middle school administrator, even though you might think he is. He, yes, he, and he had a lot, a lot, a lot of great things to say. And a couple of them that sort of stood out to me, he talked a lot about the need for compassion in our schools. And he asked if your school has the tall poppy syndrome, which I had never heard about. The tall poppy syndrome is the way we cut down people that rise above the crowd because we actually want everybody to be average. We don't want them to be stellar. So if you are... Um, doing more, oftentimes your peers will cut you down instead of praising you. And the need to build compassion for our students and also compassion in our um, staff to really move ourselves ahead, which I thought was a fabulous idea. He showed a really um, amazing video, a, a TED Talk about compassion. He also talked about, I'm, I'm going through my tweets from yesterday to see um, some of the things that he said. He talked about a yes day where uh, we create a culture of yes in our schools. So if you walk through your halls, do you see the word no or do you see the word yes in your halls? And think about uh, creating a place where you see more yes than no. So if a student comes up with an idea and wants to go to the principal, they would believe the principal would say yes instead of automatically assuming a principal will say no to anything a student would. Hey, Beth, up. I'm going to piggyback on that because I was do. there yesterday too. And yes, but, if you add, just by adding a yes, but, that you might as well have said no. So think about that and the connotation that that might have. Change it to yes and. Yes exactly. and. Exactly. One of the last mm -hmm. things, one of the things he said, this is the last one that I want to share, but he said, small moments have big purpose. And he really celebrates the small moments. And that it takes the small moments to change our school culture and to get our students ready for the next step. Um, he gave a lot of, he talked about a lot of challenges, but he also talked about ways to meet those challenges and move us all ahead. So it really wasn't about technology. He talked often about the fact that he is not very technology focused, um, but he talked about being humble and being able to admit to your students that they may know more about the technology and ask them to help you instead of saying no to things that they know more about. So, yeah, anything else, Stacey, you want to add to that, feel free. Well, I think, you know, I can talk quite a bit about it, but I think putting our kids um, in environments that are conducive to learning and that makerspace movement, it was kind of an aha, some conversations I heard yesterday from some administrators and some teacher leaders was um, that the makerspace shouldn't be just a space. It can start as just a space, but it should be part of what we do if it's good practice and it hits a lot of those standards and it's addressing that, it should be in every classroom when appropriate. So um, they shouldn't have to go to the makerspace just to be able to engage in those kind of thought-provoking activities. So that was something very interesting. Um, and then one of the ideas that he left and it struck me at the end, and especially after we go to these conferences and come to the one-to-one -one institute and we get all these new ideas and it's like, it's kind of overwhelming, and I'm kind of, like, I'm looking around the room, and you can't see um, this team right now, but they're pretty exhausted. Um, but we've had a lot of learning, and we've had a lot of great discussions and picked things up. So it's like, oh, is that one more thing I need to do? And one of the things that Bob said yesterday was, um, it's not more, um, but now we're going to do something a little different. So it's not, keep. don't think of it as adding one more new thing. It's okay to take something 
off your plate or tweak something that you're already doing and doing it just a little bit different um, because we can't do everything all the time. So I think as we walk away from conferences like this, I like just to tell people, take one or two new things and try to do those right away and have an impact and get comfortable with those and then you can take another little nugget and use the next thing as you're ready for it. So yeah, it's not more, but it's just do it different. Well, and I remember at the beginning of the school year, Stacey, one thing that you said that really stuck with me when I first started the position is um, just taking that quarter turn on something. And I think that goes really well with what you've spoken about is it's not always about taking a new idea, but taking an old idea and just putting a new spin on it or thinking about it with fresh eyes. And I think that kind of ties in. And that has always has stuck with me for the last seven months that I've been here. How can I take something I already know and just put a little bit extra on it? So... So thank you for being so inspirational. <laughs> I'm crying over here. Yeah, Bob's a great guy to follow on Twitter as well. He's IdeaGuy42, yes. is that right? And his so. blog is pretty amazing. Uh, if you yeah. seek out his blog, he's got some some really deep kind of thoughts that really get you thinking of things in a different way. Um, that it does a really great tie-in to the last thing that I was going to share. Um, and it was actually how I started off my morning by going to... Um, wait, wait, wait. Before Amber gets to this. So I'm looking at her right now. She's sketch-noted. Just saying. <laughs> sketch-noted this session. Just on the fly? On the fly. I She's did. She's over here looking at her sketch notes. I, I am totally looking at my sketch notes. And I didn't actually do it on paper, which I usually do. I actually tried an app today. And I used the Sketchbook app uh, to try it out. And I, I liked it a lot. It was good. Um... So I started my morning with uh, Devin Shoney, Shoney? Yeah. Uh, and he was doing a brand new session for him He that was called Ooh and Ah Moments. Um, and it really ties nicely into what Stacy was saying about what is actually going to make it back into your lessons when you go back to your classroom. Um, and he, his message and what he was tying in there is how fun it is when you have a student that says something like, that was epic. Or, this is awesome. I'm so excited to learn this. When you hear that as an educator, it's such a kind of an inspirational moment that you kind of have. Um, and really tapping into what are those characteristics of creating excitement in your classroom to really make great learning experiences for your students. Um, going all around the whole gamut to kind of tapping into those four C's of connecting and creativity, but also bringing it back to your students of really tying into what are their passions, what are their talents to make it engaging for them, and never, ever forgetting to be fun and silly. So I think those are great things to remember and to kind of help you to carry back into your classroom as you head back tomorrow, maybe. Okay, Mindy, I was um, over at the iTech booth, and somebody walked by and wanted to know if you were a Seesaw ambassador. And are Is it you? because I'm wearing a Seesaw t-shirt today? I think it might have something to do with the shirt. Well, um, technically, I am a self-proclaimed Seesaw Ambassador. Last night in my dream, I was the keynote speaker at the um, Seesaw World Convention. So technically, no, well, you guys are just my stepping stone. I'm going to do big things next year at this time at the Seesaw World Convention. Oh. <laughs> it was a premonition. You're going to be too big for the podcast, Mindy. Okay, I can't believe that dream even got up this morning. You know what? So anyway, yes, technically I am a Seesaw ambassador, but no, not really. But there are actually Seesaw ambassadors, but Seesaw, if you're listening, I would love to be an ambassador for you. 
So what did you do with There's- Seesaw in your session today that somebody's like, hey, that girl's pretty good? Oh, um, I did, uh, um, I set up a class for my um, presentation. So they were involved with, um, I had some challenges that were inside the class, different posts and different things that they could try. And then I also set up a scavenger hunt um, around the convention center that people could go and um, scan in uh, my different challenges for the day. And then at the end of the day, I sent out a snote. Have I talked about snotes before? I don't know. Uh, tech nugget? Yeah, you did. did That's I, those 3D images. Yeah, I did I share it on? Nugget. Did I do it as a tech nugget? Yeah. So anyway, I used a snote as my last clue of the day to um, give away some Seesaw t-shirts. So um, yeah, it was kind of a fun day. It was kind of something different to try. So it went all right. to people in Texas. Except, yeah, well, so then someone asked if they could get my t-shirt and... I said, well, are you at the escalators by room 318? Because that's where I was. And she said, no, I'm in Texas. <laughs> uh, must be present to win. So, And then I just got another tweet like 30 seconds ago. I really want one of those t-shirts, but I'm in San Diego. <laughs> no, I must have not been very clear. You could tell them to. I apparently that. have a wide following of Twitter followers that are not in Iowa. So... Yeah, I just need to send a self address. Yeah. Stamped hey, if you want to pay for shipping, <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to send it to you. So. Sounds like you should be a CISO ambassador because your range is like so broad. No, I well, I'm very well known. And... I'm very well known. Yeah. I didn't see Heather Callahan today. I did not see her. Did either. anybody see Heather Callahan today? I did not see her today. Now nope. she's getting called out. Yeah. I saw her yesterday. We were, I was going to introduce myself, but I didn't see her today. She's the other CSAW, self-proclaimed CSAW ambassador. Yeah, she said she wanted to come and uh, meet us, so yeah. she could have been here for the podcast. I know, I was going to invite her if I saw her, but I haven't met her, and I didn't, I never met her today, so. I, I saw lots of people, but I did not see Heather. Yeah, okay. So, Heather, we missed you today. Are we wrapping this up, or what? I think you should wrap it up, Mindy. You think I should? What am I saying? Thank you for joining us today after our um, breakdown of the Iowa one-to-one conference. It's um, been great sharing with our team. Hope you kind of got to see how much fun we have together and what a great privilege it is to work with these great educators. And this has been the EdTech Takeout. We hope it hit the spot. For more information on today's episode, please visit dlgwaea.org slash podcast. 